Hey guys, Dr. Robert here. Thank you for joining us today. Today on this episode, we have a clip from the full episode of episode five of Dr. Frank Bonner talking all things collagen. I made this clip specifically because I get asked every single day about the different types of collagen. In this short clip, this 11-minute clip, we talk about the beneficial types of collagen, type one and two, the differences between type one, two, and three, and why some of the claims for the other types of collagen just haven't been as vetted in the research as you would think. So hope you guys found this beneficial. If you have any questions, as always, let us know in the comments. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please check out episode five with Dr. Frank Bonner. And as always, please enjoy, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Go ahead and take this product. But um, so yeah, so women, you know, they're losing collagen. We all are losing collagen at some degree after the age of 25. At some point, it just depends on our genetics and that kind of feedback. But what would be the main factor for someone trying to heal from an injury? Because that's where I take it. I take it for all my soft tissue injuries that I've sustained throughout my 33 years of life. And a lot of people, I think, take that, but they don't understand why they're taking or what types of collagen actually are mitigating those changes. Yep. But can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. And that kind of dives into some of the confusion that I see with collagen. So we have all these different types on the market. We have type one, we have type two. We have some products that have three, five, nine, 12, 13. So there's, you know, there's 28 different types of collagen proteins in our body. And they all serve a slightly different function. The two, uh, you know, 90% of total collagen protein in the body are type one and type two. And the reason why that's so important. So when we think about injury, we think of types of collagen, you know, type one and type two are designed in a way, they're made in a way by our body to endure tensile stresses and forces. So they don't tear apart and they don't shear apart. So we're, if we think about structures in our knee, we think about you know, meniscus, we think about cartilage, we think about ligaments, tendons, really strong things that resist force when you make a cut on the basketball court or football field at full speed, or you're, you know, going up for a rebound, or, you know, you're enduring, um, you know, hundreds of pounds of force on those connective tissues, and they're not ripping apart. So type one and type two are very, very strong, and they can resist forces in many different directions. So we talk about compressive forces, you know, straight down compression, compression, and our body's ability to not only absorb that compression, but then rebound and decompress. And then if you think about, you know, like a rubber band, right? rubber band. Yeah. And that's, that's actually a great, great description of collagen. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, we describe connective tissue as like a rubber band, the, the resilience of that tissue to absorb a force and then, um, you know, uh, actually repel and rebound from that force. And that's, that's kind of the definition of resilience. So yep, rubber band is great. Um, so, so type, so type one, yes. so hair, skin, nails, tendons, yep. ligaments, yep. right? Yep. But wh why do I always see products with type one and three frame? I already know the answer, but yeah. I want you to explain. So why, why do people do type one and three, but not types one and two? Yeah, so I would say the biggest reason why people do one in three is because it's more of a marketing claim than an actual scientific claim. So there is, there are product, and, and here's the thing that I want to say is there's, there hasn't been clinical studies on type three collagen, not to my knowledge. So if there are, please send those my way. I'd love to read them. But I haven't found any clinical studies done on type three collagen. If, if we look at 
where type three collagen is, is located in our body. Uh, number one, it has a different structural formulation or um, uh, structural uh, design, if you will. So type one is very densely wound and connected. If we, if we looked at a tendon under a microscope, we would see no spaces between those collagen fibers. They're very tightly woven together. If we contrast that with type three fibers, it's, it's what's called a reticular fiber. So it's spaced out, it's almost like a net. There's you know, open gaps between fibers. The purpose of that, the purpose of type three in our body is not to absorb force. It's not mm. designed to absorb force and disperse that force. It will actually tear if it does, if it, if it encounters force. Wow, so is it more of a scar? type cartilage would, yep. you, would you say that so, so yep i mean it does more of a fibro cartilage more like i know we're born with hyaline yep and as we age or as we injury our body will then lay down scar scar tissue right and yep. some of that scar tissue is to my understanding more type three more fibro cartilinologist can't say that word but yep. so it's more of a weaker collagen it's not as resilient if right. you do get injured it's not going to bounce back as easy as that one that more buoyant more resilient type yep. hyaline cartilage which is type one Correct. Right. So. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so reticular fiber, uh, you know, when there, when there is an injury in a ligament or a tendon and there's um, regeneration, so our body goes through, you know, acute injury inflammation, then it goes to subacute phase, which is regeneration and remodeling. If we took a look at that regeneration, kind of that phase two of healing that we all kind of ignore because there's not always pain associated with that. Um, what we find is that fibroblasts begin to fill in that damaged area with type 3 collagen and it loses that elasticity like you said. It doesn't have the same characteristics as that type 1 originally did and that's just the way it goes and that's the way that the body kind of welds that wounded area back together so it's connected but it's never going to have those physical characteristics and that rebound and that elasticity that it initially did unfortunately that makes sense and i know from my experience when i was you know previously treating patients is it just seemed like the patients that were over 30 and uh i actually went it was like a freak deal I, we were playing basketball i had a bunch of my buddies we're all over 30 and people are snapping their achilles right because their colleges now is not as resilient we haven't stretched we've been inactive then we go out into the court without stretching and then what happens yep. that we cannot resist that force that's placed upon these tendons and then they tear yep and then I'll, that, I mean, that's a great point too. So the older we get, and I think you're, you hit the nail on the head, kind of that 30 year old mark means that we should be spending more time warming up and uh, exposing that tissue to some suboptimal stress before we get into, you know, high intensity sport or activity. So I fear the same thing because I'm in that age range where if I don't warm up and my tendons maybe have been stressed or fatigued, I'm at high risk for jumping off of a box or coming down from a rebound and you know snapping things yes. real quick so i'm very aware of that and that's why i tend to shy away from a pickup basketball game if at all possible sometimes you just got to get out there and show them what you can still do and <laughs> hit a few jumpers and you know try to dunk or whatever but i, I you know haven't right. dunked since high school so right i don't think that's going to happen for me at this stage right well yeah because we have kids right so we might just like okay i'll go play i'll go do this i'll go run sprint then you're like, oh, I feel a little tired, I'm a little sore, but I still try to play basketball a couple times a week. And I'm like the guy, like, I'm getting there late. Like, I'm, I'm getting there earlier, but I'm warming up for at least 15 minutes yes. every yes. time because I'm not going out there and tearing something. I don't have time to rehab. I don't want to go through that mess ever again. So they're like, 
hey, come out. I'm like, no, guys, like, I'm old. I'm like 33. I got I to gotta warm up. And I just know the consequences. I feel it, and I don't want something drastic or scary to happen. Like, I'm like, I'm terrified of an Achilles rupture. Just, yeah. just terrified of it. Oh, same with me. Yeah. But just put me down if that happens. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Chop my leg off. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> I'm done with it. But one other, one other thing I wanted to comment about, type three. So it's more, you know, more of a marketing claim. And I say that, you know, with a little bit of grain of salt because there may be research that comes out in the future and we see if there is some clinical benefit. Right now, nobody's done that research. The other thing to note is that, you know, with type three and anything beyond that, we really just, you know, we see that those, those types of connective tissues, those, those types of collagens in the body are really designed to connect other tissues together. And so if we look at where type three is, we have some type three behind our eye. We have type three that connects our inner organs and helps space out other tissues and align things. Uh, we have type three that surrounds type one and connects our tendons to our fascia. But those, you know, once again, the design is, it's reticular-like. It's not made to endure high amounts of stress. And so, you know, if we look at, you know, do we really need to supplement with those types, you know, due to lack of research and where they're located in the body? I, I just haven't seen any, you know, once again, clinical benefit. I haven't seen a research or reasons why beyond just the more is better reasoning. And we just, we really don't know if more is better. We know that type one and type two has clinical benefit because there's research to back that up. There's human research, there's animal research, there's cell research. Um, but type three, there are none of those things that have been done yet. So, right. so maybe someone should uh, do that. Sure. Well, doesn't type one and three kind of go together because they both kind of stimulate some of the same areas, but just type three to a lesser extent. And, um, but also when I go to the grocery store and I see some other brands, I'm not going to say names, but I'll see marketing claims for types one, they usually skip two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right. And, uh, and I tell, I tell doctors this all the time, like, well, do you know if your patients need more, you know, collagen elasticity around their duodenum? Do you know if they need more <laughs> collagen elasticity around this organ or around this, you know? Maybe they took a seminar and they figured out that they actually do. So maybe if they did, maybe you need to be educated. Right. And I don't think it's wrong to take. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think taking three is, is bad, right. Right. but yeah, but I think there's a lot, a lot of the supplements, there's a lot of more marketing than science. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the, Kind of the gray area in our industry is that you have to do your homework. You have to understand, you know, what physiologically was the purpose of that, you know, that, that product or the potential of that. And then just think through the application a little bit too, because it's easy to be kind of lulled into the new shiny penny effect. You know, anything that's new on the market or trendy on the market sometimes gets our focus or our attention and we just pick it up and we run with it. But we don't really study it. We don't really take a look at the research and dive into it. And that's really our job as clinicians is to offer our patients the best. And we owe it to them if they're going to be coming to us for the best product to really do our homework and make sure that we're offering the best product, not just the trendiest, newest, shiny penny, because that's going to come and go. And then they're going to kind of scratch their head and say, now, wait a second. Why now? Why should I take this one instead of that one? Is this just something that now I can go pick up at Costco and you know, why did I have to pay more for it in your office type right. of thing? So yeah. Right. Exactly. And Don't you know?